Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. God is love. God is love. Now, a couple of things about that real quick, okay? I feel like I have to throw this little qualifier in there. What the world calls love is not what the Bible calls love, okay? Another sermon for another day, but it's not the same thing. It's not all about your warm, fuzzy feelings and accepting everything and everybody. No, 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 that's not, that's not love. That's actually indifference. You hear lots of people talking about being kind and loving, but what does that really mean? Does love mean the same thing to them as it does to God? Today, Pastor Robert invites you to take a look at what God calls love. You'll discover that it's not the same as the world's definition. Biblical love has the power to change lives. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 21 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. You understand, again, a rebuke is always an opportunity. A rebuke is always an opportunity. I remember one of the most profound things I've ever been told, my, my mentor, 35 years ago, he said to us one time, he said, you know, you you need to always remember that your enemies at times will be more faithful to you than your friends. Let me say that again, because it's important. Your enemies will often be more faithful to you than your friends. In what sense? They don't care if they hurt your feelings. They don't care if they do damage to your ego. They don't care. So they'll just tear into you, right? Now, the hard part then is sifting out the the venom from the truth. But there's often a grain of truth at at the bottom of the rock pile that they've just used to beat you up. I'm mixing metaphors, I know that. But do you understand what I'm saying? When your enemy comes after you, pay attention, because you can learn something. You can learn something. Rebukes are valuable things. They're opportunities. But we human beings, with our fragile egos and our unbelievable pride, we usually react to rebukes. I do. And we have to settle ourselves down. 
And remember, just just because this person, even if this is an enemy, I still need to listen. Because God may want to impart some little pearl, some some little jewel of wisdom that that will help me to become a better person, a a stronger person, a, a wiser person. 1 John 4, 7 and 8 says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. God is love. Now, a couple of things about that real quick, okay? I feel like I have to throw this little qualifier in there. What the world calls love is not what the Bible calls love, okay? Another sermon for another day, but... It's not the same thing. It's not all about your warm, fuzzy feelings and accepting everything and everybody. No, 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 that's not, that's not love. That's actually indifference. That's actually indifference. I, I really don't care what you do. I don't care how you do it. You know, if I find you to be beautiful, if you smell good, you know, and you'll be nice to me, then I'll be nice to you. And that's not love. That's not love. Love is bigger than that, it's deeper than that, it's stronger than that. It's more dangerous than that. But he says, God is love. And since God is love, his rebukes are always given from a foundation of love. Everything that comes forth from him is love. It's grounded in love, not rejection. Those leaders of Israel, you see, they... They actually had a calling from God. God had separated Abraham out, or Abram at the time, from everybody else on the planet. And he began to reveal himself to Abraham. He he began to, to talk to Abraham about who he is and the detail, his nature, his character, his plan for the earth, his plans for humanity, his purpose, and all these things. He began to reveal things to to Abram. And then after Abram became Abraham and basically a nation was born from that family, right? Some of you remember the story. You know what I'm talking about. He began to reveal himself. God began to teach. He began to reveal himself to the people of Israel. And see, with that knowledge, with that revelation comes responsibility. And what he told them, what he taught them, what he communicated to them all along is, this is not just for you. This this is for all the peoples of the earth. I'm giving it to you, but but I'm giving it to you so that you'll share it, so that you'll pass it along, so that you'll, you'll steward it according to my plan, according to my heart. But, but they didn't do that. They didn't teach other people about God. Instead, they focused only on how they themselves could benefit from the positions of blessing and power into which they'd been called. Now, I'm talking about this group of chief priests, not all Jewish people, okay? You got to remember, every, all the first Christians were Jewish, so this ain't about being Jewish. This is about this group of people, a specific group of people who were corrupt, okay? And Jesus was warning them right here in this passage in Matthew chapter 21 that everything was about to be stripped away from them and passed on to somebody else. It's like, you haven't been faithful with it, so it's going to be stripped away from you and given to some people who will be faithful with it. And, and it was a wake-up call. 
And then he makes that kind of enigmatic statement there about, you know, this rock, you know, if you fall on it, you'll be broken. If it falls on you, you'll be crushed. Do you understand brokenness in Christ is a beautiful thing? Brokenness, when you just fall on your face, when you fall on Jesus, when you just fall onto Jesus, he will break you. The reason he'll break you is that you're messed up and you you need to be broken. You need to be broken. You need to be transformed by him. And he says, if, if you willingly fall on that rock, if you willingly fall on him, you'll be, you'll be broken. But if, if at the end of the age he has to fall on you, you're going to be ground to powder. That's a different thing. One's good, the other not so much. He's letting them know that there's an offer here. There's an offer of repentance. His rebukes are always an offer of redemption. He wasn't writing these people off. He didn't write off the Pharisees. He didn't write off the chief priests, even as he rebuked them, even as he confronted them. And, you know, I wonder if Peter was thinking about it. First, first Peter chapter 2, verses 6 to 10 Peter wrote, this is much later, obviously, he says, therefore it's also contained in the scripture, behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious. This is God talking, remember. Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he who believes on him will by no means be put to shame. Therefore, to you who believe he's precious, But to those who are disobedient, quote, the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone and a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. They stumble being disobedient to the word which they also, or to which they also were appointed. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, who once were not a people, but are now the people of God. His love is the main thing. We're so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today. We'd like to encourage you to continue reading God's Word daily, looking for the powerful truth and the promises that lie within its pages. There's always something to learn from the Bible, and we hope you'll make it part of your daily routine. If you'd like to listen to more of Pastor Robert's teachings from the book of Matthew, you'll find them at MainThingRadio.com. You'll also learn more about this ministry and connect with us on social media. We also encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. Here's David to tell you more. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days at blinding speed. But there's always a moment to pause. Those in-between times are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply go to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, David. We also want to invite you to join us for worship this weekend. 
come visit Calvary Miami Beach on Sunday for worship and Bible study, or join us online as we live stream. You'll be able to find out all you need to know by clicking on Calvary Miami Beach under About at our website. Again, that's MainThingRadio.com. That's all we have time for today. Join Pastor Robert next time, right here on Main Thing Radio.